0: Click, click, boom! What's going on, Faithfuls? The Nothing But Niners crew is back. We are here for more Midnight Madness. Madness, madness, madness. All right. Oh, yeah! Snap it to a Slim Jim, baby. My (laughs) man Squirtin' Spader is here. What's going on, Brian? Welcome back to the fray.
1: I had to throw it up, you know, after Wayne's comments there, so.
0: And we're going to jump right into everything, guys. We want to thank you all for checking us out here. Um, You guys are well aware of where to follow us and where to subscribe and all that. So we're going to pop the formalities up there so you guys can see it. And uh, we're going to get right into the comments. And uh, let's have some fun with this one, man. Hopefully uh, it's a a fun show. Yeah, let's
1: do it. And
0: the jokes start right out the gate. Wait, Brian Squirps, Breezy out here punching out people on buses. Are you guys (laughs) glad both Tony and Wayne weren't there for the late night show telling stories to the crew and the chat? Is this a specific show he's referencing? or
1: I'm not sure what the late-night show... I don't know. These are the only late-night shows we do. We did them in March, and then we're doing them now because of the void. But uh, I, I'm kind of interested, DJ, to know what uh, which one you're referring to, I guess. And was it Mike and I and Nick? Or who was on the, the show that you're talking
0: about? Right. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But
1: so, I like it when all five of us are together. So I'm always... I'm always I always wish that all five of us were here.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm never glad that part of the crew is missing. Uh so I but I think I feel like that was something specific. So right. right. We'll we'll see. Or even um,
1: six because when NY is here too, you know.
0: Right. Uh, you got this one?
1: Sure. Danny Albright. Uh who starts first? Justin Fields or Trey Lance last month without football. Get <clears throat> get excited, fellas. Yeah. Um So if everybody stays healthy, I'm going to say that Justin Fields gets to start first. Mm -hmm. Um, But if something happens to Jimmy, then obviously I think that the chances of an injury happening are higher probability for Jimmy than they are Dalton. So if they're not staying healthy all season, then yes, I think that Lance will start first. But I, I truly believe that Justin Fields will probably, while they've said that Dalton's their starter, there's a good possibility that Justin Fields beats him out.
0: That's what I was going to say. I, I, health be damned. I, I see, uh, oh shit, you beat it. Uh, I think that, uh, I definitely think that Fields gets to start week one. So, all right. Uh, let's keep this thing moving on here. I'll read this next one if I can click it. It's what is happening right now. All right. Here we go. And booyah. Are you having another throwing or kicking contest with Nick? Uh, I'm not sure because I don't know Nick's schedule anymore. So I don't know what this guy's going to have time to do. I would love to do one of those though. It would be a lot of fun. You know, we were on a uh, sidebar here. Uh, I, we did a guest appearance. Wayne and I were on with 49ers hive guys. We were talking about doing like a combine for charity type of thing or no, no, no. I'm sorry. It was a wing eating contest for charity. That's what it was. So I think something like that would be kind of fun uh, to see who can down the most wings and, and how it would go and we just donate proceeds to a charity. I think something like that would be incredible. So, if you guys are interested in something like that, please let us know, okay? Yep. Uh, here's another one. Brian, you can answer this one. Fila or Nike or Nike?
1: Well, being that I'm from the Eugene area where Nike was born, I'm a Nike guy.
0: Boo. Fila's all day, baby. Right, babe? No.
1: Unfortunately.
0: Okay. For my but I
1: like Pumas, too. so.
0: Oh, Pumas aren't bad. Pumas aren't bad at all. All right, here we go. Callie Young says, uh, what would you say is Kyle's biggest flaw as a head coach? I think Callie was watching the last show.
1: Um, for me, it's going to be his biggest flaw, but also something that puts him over the top, and it's his ego. He gets in his own way.
0: I could see that. I could see that uh as a head coach i don't want to say as an offensive coordinator and that means your answer was really good but i don't want to agree with you just because it's like come on come up with something different um i'm gonna say clock management and that's not just on the offensive side of the ball that's on the defensive side of the ball as well uh clock management final answer okay here you go This is a long one i'm giving it to you for sure (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay. Mark sends us uh why is his why is his Lance's level? Why why is Lance's level of competition such a knock when in the NFL for every B Wagner there's a Will Hoyt or for every Ramsey there's a an Acker and for Minka there's a Craig Dahl. Uh he ain't played or he ain't played with NFL guys either. Well, the difference that you're talking about between the player quality between B. Wagner and Will Hoyt are two separate things. Ramsey and Acker, two separate things. And so those are not good. Like, I don't know who you're trying to compare Lance to, but if your argument is those players are on the same level, then um, I, I don't agree. And if you're saying that the, the, the players that you mentioned in the second half of each comparison, Um, if they're played at a lower level, then you're not winning me over with Lance's chances of being great either. So, I mean, it just depends on how you look at it, I guess. But to me, if, you know, you go out there, you know, he, the big thing for Lance was he didn't throw any interceptions until that, the one, and then, you know, he's just able to go out and do these amazing things, but he didn't play against high comp, the elite competition that you would expect to see him face while he's in, you know, starters in the NFL. So I think that's why that – for me, that's why it's a huge knock on him. you know. And I have said I don't know how high his ceiling could be. I hope he has the highest ceiling, but I also don't know how low his floor is because we have only seen him play for one year.
0: Yeah, you know, I I get what he's saying. Like for every great player, there's a bad player, and so the level of competition shouldn't matter. But the truth is all of those players that you're you're listing that are bad typically come from D1 schools or, you know, top – competition schools uh and so even that is still telling the your illustration is is also illustrating the the discrepancy between the talents you know what i mean so uh the the guys coming from the small schools and still making their way to the nfl those stories are super duper rare for a reason so these guys that you're all naming came from uh decent schools all right um let me see thanks for the question though mark i like that one in your opinion who are the five most important players on offense um i'm gonna go with the quarterback the center the left tackle the right tackle, and the right guard.
1: Okay. Well, I, you had made the first three, so I agree. The quarterback, the center, and the left tackle. But uh, unless your quarterback is doing it all by himself, you know, you're going to need some other weapons there. So I think that for me, it's going to be your RB one and your wide receiver one are going to be your next two important over. Cause I mean, you're talking, when I said left, when I was pointing to the left, I meant left tackle. So that was, you know, and you said okay. it, but you know, that's the blind side, obviously for a right-handed quarterback. And so he can see the right side. So while it's important to block those guys, you still have to have somebody to give the ball too. So that's why I your RB one and your wide receiver one will take over the right side for me.
0: I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Does Jimmy G take us to the promised land if healthy, Brian?
1: I think Jimmy G has the potential to be on a winning roster if he's healthy. Yes. I don't think that Jimmy G will ultimately be the single point of success. No. And I don't want anybody to misconstrue that because they think that I love Jimmy. I I don't love Jim. I have love for the 49ers winning. Jimmy G, when he's here, the 49ers tend to win. But I don't think that he'll be ultimately responsible. This is a team sport, and we are a running team first. you know. So you know, while he touches it, he's just handing the ball off to the wide receiver. It's going to be up to that O-line to make a hole, blockers to do their jobs, and then the running backs to get down there. So I don't say that Jimmy G takes us the promised land. It's the entire offense, and it won't be all on Jimmy if it doesn't happen or if it does happen. Um, so either way you look at it, I don't think it's his responsibility or he's not the one.
0: This question made me hesitate a little bit. I, I was trying to figure out if you're saying, like, if Jimmy is healthy all year, do we win the Super Bowl with him? And that's kind of what I was taking. Like, yes, I think that we do,
1: but I don't think it's ultimately because of Jimmy. Like, I think that he'll be a part of it. Just like in 19, so I, yeah. every game wasn't won because of Jimmy. There was a couple that were won because of Jimmy, but not every game. And so I don't think that he takes us to the prim- – I don't like that takes us, I guess. Like, Maybe yeah, that's
0: so Jimmy's good enough – If healthy and and, you know things are going the right way like like brian said uh can can make a run and and get us to another super bowl but i don't think that jimmy's the starter all year i i still am a firm believer that once lance is ready they're gonna put him in i truly I, i don't the the more i think about how good the record is like the the more i think that it just helps with the trade value for jimmy and i know that sounds crazy right like you you shouldn't be doing something like that, um, if the quarterback has good rapport and all that stuff, you know. But it is what it is, and I'm just – you know, I, I just don't think that Jimmy takes that even if he's healthy. If Lance gets ready this year, as soon as they deem him ready, I think they put him in.
1: Hey, I, I, before we get too far, I did go back and looked at some of the questions that came up during the show that I missed because of mm-hmm. the Internet because you'd asked me about it, so I went back and just scanned through it. And so I wanted to address something real quick. Somebody had asked a question about um, uh, the words that I used for Willis Uh and where I had heard about him quitting on the team or something along those those lines because it was an injury that he retired for. And so I just wanted to address that real fast um, because, you know, it was a question that was answered that I didn't have the opportunity to the other night. And so. For me, it wasn't necessarily that he gave up. Like I think that he probably didn't want to be part of a rebuilding team. We know for a fact that after the Seattle game, Harbaugh was already told he wasn't going to be the coach. He wanted to finish out the year, so he did that. They knew they were getting a new coach. I know that players talk to each other. Borland had to have an idea he was leaving and probably talked to the linebackers about that to get some veteran thought process. So he knew that Borland probably wasn't coming back. And they probably thought Cowboy wasn't coming back, which ended up happening also after both of those were after Bo or excuse me, Willis decided to leave. Plus with uh, anyway, I'm not going to go into the injury part of it, but um, I just think that he wasn't on board for a rebuild. So maybe I use the wrong words. Maybe he didn't quit on the team. but I just don't think he had it in him to try to recover from the foot surgery that he had and have to deal with the organization basically from probably his defensive perspective starting over, you know. And so just to quantify my thought process with that. All right. All right. I get that.
0: I understand what you're saying. Why I sit here and go through another rebuild, we can just, you know. Right. Go home.
1: Well, right. and he probably bought into Harbaugh and then the team's saying goodbye to Harbaugh. And he's like, wait a minute. This is a coach's coach, you know, or a player's coach. Why are right. we getting rid of this? You know, I mean, I'm sure he knows, knew they knew why, but because um, there was so much discord there.
0: Yeah. I probably should have had you do that at the start of the show since we don't do it today on Twitter. After following, uh, I totally a-
1: spaced it until right then. I was like, "Oh yeah, I was supposed to answer something."
0: That's right, all good. It's all good, man. You knocked it out, man. I like that. Um, this question here, I thought was a good one, and so uh, let's let's break it down here, man. Um, it, the question is: Which wide receiver is going to be the top target for Jimmy Garoppolo? And I like that this doesn't say who's going to have the best stats or who's going to be best receiver on the team. Which receiver is going to be the top target for Jimmy Garoppolo? So
1: wide receiver wise, I'm gonna go with Ayuk. I just don't think he's his top receiving weapon for the season.
0: Very interesting. I don't think it'll be Ayuk at all. I think the top receiver for Jimmy is gonna be Debo Samuel. I think I think Jimmy likes this kid, and uh and I think Kyle. Draws up gadget plays for him for Jimmy, if that makes any sense. So, yeah, yeah that's that's just what I think. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, it's a 50 50 toy cost, but it's, it's between those costs. two, really.
0: He corrected himself and said it again. Toin costs. Did I? I said coin toss. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> toy costs. Sorry, like I'm
1: that. still hung up from the last show.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand, man. You were, you were, uh, Probably a little dehydrated now, you know. I get it. Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's all that crying I was doing.
0: (laughs) Of course, Gordon. Here we go. DJ Malone says. Also, when is the next late night show? Okay, what is he? We have to figure out this is. And will it had something
1: to do with when I was having a submarine conversation? I had said something about hundred people going down and only fifty coming back. I was joking about different things, and but I didn't. I didn't remember Nick being on that show, but maybe he was.
0: Was that a late night show? Was that was that a a later than normal?
1: Eh, maybe um, I'm not sure. I mean, I think it was it was because I think we had to we Nick got off work.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Uh he also asked in here, uh, favorite sushi rolls. Oh, wait, and will Wayne be Wayne or Breezy be part of it? By the way, I'm stealing Wayne's fruit gushers. Favorite sushi roll, and are we looking at a free safety next season?
1: Uh, um Well, we always always hope that the guys that aren't here are always part of the next show, and we don't have any say so on whether they show up or not. That is up to each of us as individuals to make that call. Uh, Take whatever you want from Wayne. If you're stealing his gushers, you might as well get his uh, Grape Nuts while you're at it. And uh, for me, I think California roll, just because it's, you can get it pretty much anywhere. You know, if I fall in love with, like, I fell in love with some sushi while I was in Okinawa, but you can't really find it in the States. So California roll is just a, you can get one at almost any sushi restaurant you go to. And then as far as the position, um, well, I mean, it's going to depend on how our free, our safety group works out this year. Um, It's always going to be good to add depth. If you think that tart is going to leave after the season, but he said said
0: free safety. Is this, is this, I'm just talking about safety as a whole, the whole unit, Okay.
1: but I'm just saying, if you're going to move, like you got ward, Ward's here for another year. It's not uh, conducive to really move on from his – unless you're trading him, it's not conducive to move on from his uh, salary because he leaves too much dead space. Uh, but Tart will be gone uh, unless we bring him back. And so it's really going to depend on, you know, whether or not they want to bring back Jefferson, if that's the case, if he, he plays, or how Hufunga works out, um, or maybe one of the other guys. You know, maybe Jared Maiden, you know, does like – goes linebacker or flip-flop back and forth. Maybe he tries to do something like Flanagan. Um, but I don't know that it's something that we have to go look at, um, but we always need to add depth. I mean, right. even if you have your starters already nailed down, you should be looking at every position and reevaluating everything.
0: Yeah, you know, um, my favorite sushi roll is a recently discovered one. It's called an ocean roll. Uh, I was like playing around on this menu, was reading stuff online. And the description just really got me. It's like three different things in it crab and shrimp and it was it's just really good. I don't know, man. It was it was incredible. Um that's my favorite sushi roll at the moment. So sushi um, do not to interrupt
1: you, but I will. Um do you use wasabi when you eat sushi? Yes. And ginger?
0: Well, once I switch between the two, I use the ginger. Yeah. So like I usually get the ocean roll and then I'll also get uh salmon rolls. Salmon rolls like my go-to. Like you said, how the California rolls everywhere. So the ocean roll is not everywhere, but right. the, the salmon roll is like my go-to. And that's how I usually figure out if I like the place. I'll get a basic salmon roll. If they mess this up, I'm never coming here again, type of thing.
1: So you can go ahead and finish this question, but before you move on to the next one, I have a question for you.
0: Okay. Um, no, that well, that was it for the for the sushi roll. And then I, I don't think we're looking for another free safety. Like in free agency or in the trade market next year? I don't think so. All
1: right. So I know you're a big whiskey guy. And like I said, on occasion, when it's a special moment, I do do Johnny Walker Blue. Do do. And so I was going to ask, do you drink? I know that typically when you're on the show, I only see you drink the whiskey. But when you're having and enjoying good whiskey, do you do a water in between to clear the palate?
0: I don't. Uh, only because I don't, like, mix whiskeys. I have one taste, and I also, like, if I'm relaxing, I'm a very slow sipper. So I don't, like, on the shows, I do it in between takes, like, kind of to just moisten the mouth up a little bit, even though it's counterproductive. But that's that's why I go through it so quickly on shows. But if, like, if I'm at home and I'm just relaxing and it's my good scotch, like, I just take my time and sip and enjoy it. All right. What? Well, why? So that you that came from the sushi question. What was what's the correlation? What am I missing here? Clearing Not, the palate?
1: Well, that's what the ginger and the wasabi was the and then the sushi and then the ginger is to clear your palate for your next whatever you're going to have. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. that's why I was like, oh, yeah, he's a big whiskey guy. I'd ask because that's usually with the water back is how I take it so that, you know, I can clear my palate. You know. Yeah. Plus, you got to drink, even when you have a small amount of blue, you have to drink it super slow because you're going to get trashed.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, The other, so this is clearing your palate or your senses. Did you know that in perfume stores, fragrance shops, they keep coffee beans in there? Mm -hmm. That's what that's for also. I thought that was the most interesting thing in the world. Like I went to a, uh, what is it called? Perfumia or something like that in in the mall, like the little regular shops that sell all the different fragrances. And uh, they were they had all that up there, and I was like, "What the hell are the coffee beans for?" And she's like, "You normally if you sniff if once you smell two different uh, perfumes or colognes, your senses are all messed up, right? So you you smell coffee beans to clear your senses." And I was like, "No way!" And I'll be damned! Like it works like really, it's incredible. Really yep, it's incredible how well it works. It's like who figures that out though? What like person like was walking around like man it stinks or i hate the smell in here i'm gonna go sniff a coffee bean <laughs> I, yeah, I don't mean, know
1: who figured it out but yeah i've definitely been in uh, some of those higher in stores that have that i don't know yeah. about that one that you went to i had never heard of that place before
0: it's just i don't know man like some, if you think about some of the stuff that people have figured out you know like i i heard people say like who cracked the first egg and thought to like eat it like right. see what was inside of it. You know what I mean? Like who came up with that? So it's, it's just little stuff like that. I do randomly think about it at times and I think it's funny.
1: So, well, yeah. And right. you got to think about when you're thinking about that, think of all the poisonous crap out there that somebody had to eat and die from before they figured out that you, you find
0: can't out it with that. poisons. Yeah. <laughs> and then not only that, humans are stupid. So they probably Ooh, saw this. someone die from it <laughs> and was like, yeah, but it tastes good. So maybe he didn't die from that. It was something else. Right. They kept doing
1: it. That's like you know, in its human nature, but when somebody smells something, they're like, Oh my god, smell this, and you're like, yes. dude, you know I'm not smelling that.
0: <laughs> exactly. All right, let's try to get to some more questions because yeah, yeah. We, oh man, we we are where are we at here? Oh my god, there's actually a lot of good questions in here. All right, so we were okay. It's five guys really fast food. Well, it's pretty
1: fast and it's it's done in a, a procedural process in order to make their you know their food so that's kind of the thought process behind fast foods is you have a station for each little thing that happens
0: right um yes. i'm gonna say yes uh, i've been to five guys a couple of times i don't like it too much i think it's overpriced however uh, i got my food faster from there than i did anytime i've gone to in and out so i'm gonna say yeah i'm gonna say yeah um have you guys seen Snake Eyes movie trailer? I swear if Kyle goes Karen mode on Trey for using his legs as a supplementary weapon, I'm going to lose my shit. Do you watch UFC? All right, we got a couple of questions here. I do watch UFC. Yes, I'm looking forward to the fight that's coming up this weekend. Um, and I have I did see the Snake Eyes trailer, actually. Yeah, I did see it.
1: I also saw the Snake Eyes trailer. Thank you, Miss Debbie, for sending that to me. Um I do not watch UFC. I can find better stuff to do than watch two men beat the crap out of each other. That's um, just me.
0: <laughs> All right, here we go. For Mike, Jaheen or Tank? For Brian, Metallica or Guns N' Roses? I'm going to take Jaheen because he's from Jersey.
1: Um, I'm going to take Metallica just because I was – I mean, I'm a fan of both bands, but I was like – in my young twenties, I was like a super crazy Metallica fan. Like anything, everything they did, released shows I could see, I was going. And uh, so, yeah, and you know, now I won't take away from it, the the musicians in either band, but I was definitely in favor of the one over the other.
0: All right, have either of you guys pie faced whipped cream to your significant other? Yes, I was referring to the story time mock draft episode of Envy in earlier. Okay, what are your guys' opinions on banana splits? I have never pied my wife. <laughs> you never cream pied your wife? I never I never put whipped cream in my wife's face. And uh, what was the other one? Oh, uh, banana splits. I'm not a fan. I'm not a big ice cream person. So,
1: unless it's strawberry,
0: Yes, unless it's <laughs> strawberry, or if I get in the, if I get my craving for butter pecan, and uh, and frosted flakes, yeah.
1: All right, so uh, no, the last thing I shoved in my wife's face was her wedding cake, <laughs> and then
0: uh, Keep lying,
1: and then uh, as far as banana splits, um, we'll have them every not every so often, um, me and the kids. Um, but they get dressed up, so it's, uh you know, you got ice cream, you got the bananas, and then there's the whipped cream and the sauces and stuff that go on there. And then for the kids, it's sprinkles or jimmies, depending on where you're at in the world. And uh, so they're not just plain uh, splits. But we don't – I mean, that's like maybe once a year, if that.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, he says, first off, you guys have me dying the last 10 minutes of the show. Great stuff. But guys, what do you think is more important, getting rid of Jimmy's contract or a better draft pick for him? This is a nice little take on it. I like this. Um, while you think about it, I'm going to say I have
1: my answer. It's just yeah. Go ahead.
0: Oh, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say getting a better draft pick for him. Uh, and when I say more important, uh, that would be the most optimal situation for the team because you do both. You get rid of the contract, and then you also get some compensa- compensation for it.
1: And I get exactly where you're coming from. Um, however. Um, I think that the contract itself opens up more opportunities for the team than just a single draft pick might do. Depending on even even if you got a first round for Jimmy, which I don't think is going to happen, I think opening up that twenty five million dollars in cap space next season will do more for the team. Right,
0: but I understand you're
1: trying to do a twofer, and I'm saying if it has to be one or the other, like say we just cut him because nobody wants him
0: that's still okay okay that's that's the other option in getting the cap space i see what you're saying okay i get what you're saying i didn't think about in my mind if jimmy's not here we're treating him right i wasn't thinking about the cutting because then you said just do it that i get what you're saying all right that was good if lance beats out jimmy and cam how do you see the offense changing is it more aggressive timid explosive i'm gonna say it starts out more timid but the plays are more explosive. So I think that yeah, it's dialed back a little bit, but uh it can still be uh it will still be it will be calculated aggression and explosiveness. How's that?
1: Yes. No, I agree 100% with that. I don't think I have anything to add. All
0: right. Would you rather live in an area that is super dry and hot or super humid and hot? Do you guys actively work out? He hasn't seen my stomach, has he?
1: <laughs> so uh, I haven't been able to actively work out in quite some time due to the surgery and then my back getting thrown out. And um, So, no, I'm currently not actively working out. It's probably been about four months since I've been able to actively do anything. Um, and then uh, for me, I mean, I live in the de- high desert now. I prefer the prefer dry heat over humid heat any day.
0: All right. Uh, No, I don't actively work out anymore. My job is pretty uh, physical though. I I move a lot of heavy equipment all day long, but that does not count as working out. I tried to give that excuse to my doctor and he says, no, if that's something that you do regularly, your body is used to it. So that doesn't count as exercise. Who knew? Um, And then give me dry heat. I I never want to be humid. That's nasty. That's nasty. Yep. All right. Uh, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. You two uh, uh okay, all right. <laughs> What's the first thing you wash when you shower? There is a pimdas to showering, people. <laughs> there is an order of operation to showering, Emsley. This is a great question. All right, Brian, you go first.
1: Well, I'm a, I'm a shampoo slash condition first before I get into washing anything. For exactly. me, it's a gravity. It's from
0: the top to the bottom. Bingo. That's exactly it. You start at the top because everything you wash up here is running down. There's no point in washing your body and then you're washing your sweaty ass head or face and letting that run down your body again. You got to wash will, it all back. Home.
1: I will make a second round and another reason to make sure everything is rinsed off. Well, though,
0: bingo, bingo, <laughs> lift the boys, tuck and scrub, baby. You got to do it. You got to do it. I like how many, it. How many washcloths? Yeah, that I can't ask them a question. How many washcloths do you use in the shower?
1: I'm not a washcloth guy. I have a.
0: Uh, You're a um, loofah guy.
1: Nope. I have uh, that cold, cold brew uh, soap that I talked to you about from Doctor Squatch. It's got like built-in, um, like one's made with coffee grounds, like literally. So it's got the abrasives for exfoliation right in it. Um, mm. So you can use that. And some of the other ones have other things that are in them too. So I don't I actually put soap straight to skin. I don't put it on right. a washcloth and then rub it all over me.
0: I got you. All right, that's pretty cool. We use two because what I use one is for above the shoulders and then the other is for the there's no way I'm washing my ass with the same thing I want. <laughs> Sorry it's just not happening.
1: You're giving everybody a pink eye.
0: Exactly. Have you been to Eugene Emeralds? Have you been to a Eugene Emerald game, Ryan?
1: Not since I was a kid, man. And not since they've redone all of that stuff at the University of Oregon.
0: All right. How many teams can sustain as many injuries as we did last year and still win six games? Are we putting putting ourselves down too much? It's a good question.
1: I don't know that there's any way to calculate how your depth is going to work without having to go through exactly what we went through last year. So I don't know if there's any other team that could sustain those types of injuries. Um, And I think we're being realistic. I don't think we're putting ourselves down too much. I think that, you know, what we got out of uh, six games, you know, To me that, you know, you're playing with your depth pieces, you know, so there's only so much you can really do when you're playing your depth against other teams' starters. So, you know, it is what it is. I I just don't think that it's – I don't think you can make that judgment on another team.
0: Yeah. You know, um, losing two quarterbacks, uh, losing your tight ends, uh, however many running backs we had, I'll be honest with you, most teams aren't even competitive at that rate. So um, I don't think many teams – can do what we did last year, um, but I also don't think we're being too hard on ourselves either. So um, let's just try to get through a couple more really yeah, quick. I really keep them coming. You cut it when you want to cut it off. All right. Uh, how would you two celebrate after winning the Super Bowl?
1: I'm gonna give Mike a big kiss on the lips.
0: Um, <laughs> um honestly, I I don't know. I have no idea how I would celebrate because. It's a it's a foreign. I, I I'm one of those people. I don't believe it until it happens. We're gonna be right here doing an overreaction show. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's not celebrating. That's not the celebration. It can be. Oh shit! See now you got me. <laughs> no, we go live for the whole game. Are people gonna experience this like in the moment? That's good. Oh, I man. yeah. I don't know. What
1: well, would be great is oh, if we could find a place boy. to get everybody together to watch it.
0: All right. I I don't have an answer though. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I would. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I would celebrate. Uh, It would, I can't even say it would be big. I might just get drunk and like enjoy the next two days off the work. Let the
1: euphoria just kind of soak. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have an honest answer there. Sorry. Uh, Miss Debbie says, what are your go-to songs in a karaoke bar? For me, it's any Anita Baker song. I like that. I like that.
1: Um, I will sing anything at karaoke, but probably, something in the range of red hot chili peppers is probably goes with my voice the best but i will sing journey and anything else you want me to sing right all kinds of levels of craziness yeah Uh, and i try to parrot people's voices when i'm singing i just it's always been that way for me um but i think uh red hot chili peppers is probably close like a mimic is probably the close closest like under the bridge is one of my big songs i like singing with them
0: under the bridge if there's someone that I think I can sing and sound, if I have to actually sing, right? Because I do a lot of rap also. So if I have to sing, Music Soul Child and John Legend are the two guys that I can sing their songs very well. Like, very, very well. Um, rap, I got to do DMX. Like, that's just, it's. <laughs>
1: you know. X going to give it to you. Yeah. Like, not, that's my <laughs> man's name. You know, you got to. So.
0: <laughs> You got to go. That's that's what I do. It's, it's the DMX thing. So, um, but I, I I'm like you. Put on whatever, as long as I got the words and I've heard the song before, I'll give it 100. Yeah,
1: and then it's gonna I'm, be hard getting me off the stage. Yeah,
0: <laughs> especially if there's something in my system. Oh yeah. Oh man, I'm Luther Vandross, man. Like you, you can't stop me. That's I'm it. Araya, Eagle, I'm right here going to karaoke bar. <laughs> yeah, that's how we celebrate. That's it. That's it. All right, let me see here. Uh, I'm going to try to do a few more. Uh, Mike, do you believe the Niners' defense will be a top five defense this year? Uh, this is top five as far as points, yes. Yards, no. I think we give up some yards, but I think we hold tight in the scoring. All right, I, I hope I answer that question. And then one for you. Brian, do you believe the Niners will have a 1,000-yard rusher this year?
1: I don't think that the 49ers will have a 1,000-yard rusher as long as Carl, uh, Kyle Shanahan is in charge of the system. Because he's too much of a by-committee type guy. He goes with the hot mm-hmm. hand each game. It may be different, so I don't think anybody has time to acquire a thousand yards.
0: All right, I like that. I like. I that. mean,
1: I'd love to see two, you know, re- you know, running backs have a thousand yards, but I just don't see that happening in his system.
0: I think I missed some questions because when we first signed in, there was a question about. Oh, I skipped it. What? It was right here. This is the question okay. I've been looking for, and I don't know how I got over this. Okay. So the question is from Callie Young, best and worst gift your wives have ever gotten you?
1: I'll let you go first since yours is sitting right
0: there. She's actually <laughs> out of the room right now. so let me.
1: Oh, then let me go first. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. You can go ahead. I'll think about it because I, I don't have an answer for
1: no, this. No, mine are both the same. Like I was so ecstatic. So I was um, in the training pipeline for- becoming the medical caregiver on board the submarine. So that school is like 13 months of nonstop just medicine, just plowed into your head, right? And so we didn't have to, I mean, we were at school at, eight, at six o'clock in the morning. We would stay until the building closed at like eight. And then we would go to my house because I was, we were, it was just me and my wife. We didn't have any kids at the time. And so all the guys would come over and we'd do a study group together. And then we'd hang out till like midnight or one o'clock, get up and do it all again the same day. Um, so, but, One of the, I think it was the first Valentine's day that we were there. She bought me a Bowflex and we all ended up using it. One of the best things that could have ever happened. And then I went to a submarine where I'd ever had any time for anything. So then I had to lug this 500 pound piece of crap everywhere we went. I love the fact that she thought of us, got it for me. I loved using it. Uh, until I couldn't use it anymore because I just didn't have, I was never home or I didn't have time or I, by then we had kids and I wasn't dealing with that You know, dealing with the kids. So I didn't have time to, for myself, I didn't make time for myself. Not that I didn't yeah. have, it. I didn't make working out a priority anymore at that right. point in my life. So then I was just towing this Bowflex around from house to house for and no military reason. moves.
0: Yeah. So um, both. That's cool. So your answer is two in one. See, I don't have it. All right. So the, the worst gift my wife ever got for me. What's the worst gift you ever got for me? Because now she's back. And I... I I don't think I've ever given We don't usually give each other bad gifts because we kind of like... We do this whole, like, here's 40 things I would want. And then you surprise me by picking however many of them that you want to give me. That's normally how we do things for each other. Uh, So I think the worst thing she ever got me... uh, I just was recently allowed to start smoking hookah in the house again after niner knocked some stuff over and burnt the carpet up a couple of times what and huh what yeah so the hookah coals fell over i'm blaming niner yeah i see what you're doing asshole (laughs) all right so um yeah uh so the hookah coals burned the carpet i was banned from hookah so i find this really big square base you can't knock this thing over unless you like really on it's not an accident anymore so for this father's day she had all the kids pick out a flavor of hookah for for me from them the problem is that this brand of hookah coal, uh hookah flavor is really really bad like i i really think it's just like grass with like syrup on it it's it's terrible uh but i appreciate it they don't know because right. they don't you know so that's not it's not on them that's on me well it's not like Facebook
1: um, hookah mike come on
0: right um <laughs> The best gift that she ever got for me, it's a cheesy, cheesy answer, uh, but it's our youngest daughter. I don't know if she wants me to put our business out there or not. I'm not embarrassed by the story. I don't know. No, don't say it. I don't want her to know. She She's not watching. She said she doesn't want her to know, and I think she should know. So it's, it's all right. I can't tell you guys why that, that's the best gift, okay. but no. I can tell them. All right. So I wrecked my wife's body. Like, we were pregnant back to back to back to back. What was it? Four years in a row. Four consecutive years of pregnancy. And that's not all of the pregnancies. That was just the consecutive years being pregnant between uh, miscarriages and live births and all that. I mean, we've we probably have been pregnant total, what, seven times? Right? Get out of the trash. So with the last one, that was the one that was like an accident, the baby. And we seriously contemplated aborting and we went to the appointment and I never like said anything cause it's not my decision. You know what I mean? Like I was gonna support her with whatever she wants. It's her body. When I say right, like she needs corrective surgery now to this day because of how bad all the pregnancies were. So going into it, she was like, I can't do this. Like my health risks and all that stuff. I was with it, you know, like I understand yeah. and this wasn't planned so cool. And we go to the appointment and she goes in the back and then she comes out crying, saying, "I can't, I can't." And I was like, "Yes! Like, let's go!" And like that little girl is like the most bright-eyed, and you've seen her on the show before. Oh, yeah. like, my my ba- oh my god! So it's a cheesy, corny answer, but it is definitely the best gift she ever, ever gave. Like, oh my god, that's the awesome. greatest, the greatest gift ever. So that that's my answer. And that's I awesome. think we're gonna wrap it up on that one there, man. I think yep. we're gonna wrap it up there. All right, so. That's going to do it for us. Thank you guys for watching. I can't believe that I was searching and searching for this question. I didn't know that was going to be my answer either. Uh but uh here, let's do this one. How do you like your eggs?
1: Uh I'll take <laughs> eggs almost any way I can get them except for in a quiche.
0: In a quiche. You
1: don't like quiche.
0: No, okay. I just don't like the
1: whole egg pie thing, man. I just like yeah, I would I rather have like a ham, cheese, bacon omelet. Or scrambled eggs with cheese on top of it? Like one of those to salt and pepper, all that kind of good stuff too. Or, yeah.
0: My answer is going to be, it depends on what I'm eating with the egg. Right? Not a cop out. But if I were to get, um, like if I'm having like a sandwich, like toasted bread with the cheese and like lunch meat on it, I like it sunny side up. Like that, I love sunny side up on a sandwich like that. Um, if it's just like next to bacon on a plate, then scrambled. So, all right, but that's really gonna do it. We're done now, guys. 40 minutes, we went 11 and a half minutes over this thing. So, Brian, take us home.
1: Mahalo.